Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of L Governor the Podcast. I'm Abdullah and with me as always is my new co-host Tom. Hello. Who had to leave uh last time. That was why why that episode ended abruptly, but uh once again this episode's gonna be a little bit rushed because uh, I'm busy this week, so you know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um First topic, uh, Marvel has announced that they are renewing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a second season, and they're making a spin-off series called Agent Carter. And for those who don't remember Agent Carter, she was the love interest for Steve Rogers in the first Captain America movie. Yep. So, thoughts? Um, I'm not too surprised, because uh, Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. kept review-wise, it kept a steady review rate, and also... Um, they did slope off some of the ratings near towards the end, but they kept strong views, i got to say, for, for Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. But, yeah, I'm looking... This is what I mean. I'm, I haven't been watching Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., to be honest, but it was good from what I saw, and I heard it got a lot better from where I, when I stopped watching it. Um, well, you know, I, you know me. I, I wasn't crazy about it the first time I remember watching the pilot and thinking that this was awful but you know as time went on I'm like okay I'm willing to give the show another chance and I'll probably pick up the DVD because um, you know I like to watch my TV shows in bulk as opposed to waiting for you know one episode (laughs) so like a marathon sort of thing like you like watching watching a certain amount of episodes of one after the other and everything like that I know know that feeling too well (laughs) The only show I'm willing to watch as it airs is Doctor Who, and that's it. That is the only yeah. show I'm willing to watch. And, and thank fuck they're doing like um, you know the series eight whenever that whenever that's coming out, it's going to air like you know full. Not it's not going to be split into two parts, which I like. So you know, but anyway, um, Agents of Shield. Yeah, I, I I didn't watch it that much. I mean, I only watched the pilot and I wasn't impressed, but I'm willing to give the show another chance. So, you know, I'm not too crazy about the Agent Coulson character. I know a lot of people like him. I'm kind of, I mean, he's okay. He's not the worst Marvel character, but he isn't the best. But, you know, I'm willing to give him a shot. I mean, the actor's pretty good. And, you know, I'm willing to give that dude a shot. Um, yeah. Agent, I think to me, like, Agent Carter came out, came as a surprise because I'm like, really? Like, I understand why they're doing it now, because they want to explain, like, the origins of S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA and all that stuff, and and it's yeah. interesting, but the problem is, it's like, you know, with, with ABC, like, they work on a budget, and, and seeing, like, how low the budget was for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's kind of going to be difficult to do a period piece with, the, with a TV budget, because, you know, knowing, yeah. knowing ABC, because ABC is not, like, that a big... Um, you know, television network to 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 do that type of stuff. I mean, the biggest the biggest budget show they have is Once Upon a Time, so that should tell you a lot. <laughs> yeah, I I'm curious to see it. Maybe if they keep it, this is the problem with American series anyway. They have to do so many episodes. I think to myself, if you keep the episode numbers short, maybe keep it ten episodes per season you probably will have a bigger budget to explore in the episodes, you know? Yeah, you know. But I, but I feel like it's only like going to be a 13-episode show, so... You know, okay, that's probably going to... That that might help with, with the budget thing, then. Might. Yeah, and I'm know, guessing. But... And, and plus, like... 
And plus, like, I'm kind of wondering, like, what what villains are they going to do? I'm I'm pretty sure they're obviously obviously they're going to do like a young Brent Baron Von Stroker. They're going to have like a scene with him, a younger like maybe a boy version of him in yeah. like a cameo um, or something. Yeah. Who's the characters you said that you read like that? Sh- um, we talked oh, uh, about Bar- this when we uh, Bar- Baron Zemo. Yeah, they're probably probably he will. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a, if he's a recurring villain on the show, if he is going to well, be Well, it. if it's going to be him, it's going to be his dad, because his dad was the original yeah. Baron Zemo, and the new one is the um, is the son of the yeah. uh, Baron Zemo. So it's going to be interesting to see him. So, you know, but again, if I, if I want to see Captain Z, uh, Baron Zemo, I want to see him against Captain America, because it's going to be fucking pointless. He's, he's, he's yeah. one of Captain America's like main villains, and it's going to be weird seeing him. Go, go up against like a minor care. I, I do want to see more of the um. What was it? What were they called? The uh, the squad. What was that squad's name? Uh, Dum Dum Dugan part of it. Union Jack. Yeah. I know you're uh, talking about no, no. That, uh, the Howling Command. Howling Commandos. Yeah. The Howling Commandos. Commandos. I want to see more of them. Though I that should have been a series. I think. Like I if if they. I hope that after this one, after Agent Carter, they do a Howling Commander, uh, Howling Commandos uh, miniseries because they did not get a lot of love in yeah. um, in the first one. Well, yeah, so. Marvel got a lot of uh, Netflix exclusive series coming out, so you never know. I'm pretty sure they're going to do like a Howling Commandos, like you know, yeah, miniseries. I would love to see a miniseries of that. Oh, um, so uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, six episode miniseries, you know, because you know, it it it's you know a World War Two type thing, and it it were it would work well to yeah. explain their origin and where they came from and yada yada yada. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, again, like I said, I'm I was skeptical of it at first, but I'm willing to give these shows a shot. I mean, they're not going to be anything that's going to blow me away, but I think it's curious to see like um, Agents of Shield getting renewed for a second season because you know, for those who watched uh, Winter Soldier, know that Shield has been de- declassified. So you know, well, well, from what I've been told, and the, like the episodes leading up to Winter Soldier of Agent Shield, um, th- they did say it um, that. Only two people are classified as the head officers of Shield now, and the one of them's Agent Coulson. The other one's um, I can't remember what her name, but it's the one who got the pink streak in her hair in the comics. Uh, I, I don't watch. I don't. I don't watch the show, so I, I don't uh, know. She's she's a character from the actual comics. Um, she recently was in the Ultimate Collision sort of thing. You know, she had got a purple streak through her hair. She's a, yeah, basically her and Agent Coulson are the only highest ranking officers in, uh, well, senior officers or high rank officers in S.H.I.E.L.D., so they're classified as, as being in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D., well, what remains of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that's going to go. I want to see more, I want to see, like, more villains. Maybe, like... maybe season two of Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. might be about rebuilding S.H.I.E.L.D., I can see that, but I, I kind of like want to see more, like you know, more villains that don't have superpowers, you know, show up on the show. Like maybe like what was his name, the Trapster, because he had yeah. that stupid, you know, yeah, Pace Pot Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I think, Why? <laughs> I think um, Arcade would be a good villain to explore on the show. 
Yeah, but he's like an X Men villain, so I don't know if Mar- he's Marvel Captain has Amer- the he's, he's a Captain American villain. <laughs> but basically, uh, if they can get away with um, if they can get away with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch being in the show, they can easily get away with Carl Kate. I didn't even know he was a mutant until last year. To be a fair, no, no, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> no, seriously, I did not know this year until he was he was a mutant. Well, those are well. It's X Men villains. They only fight like three types of villains: mutants, religious cult leaders, or sentinels. I thought the only villains that X Men fought were giant robots, a buckethead, a um, god, and um, some weird guy who got a fetish for cloning everything. <laughs> oh, Mister Sinister! Well, it's I true. Love so much. I summed up the whole entire X Men villain roster right there. I know, I love Mr. Sinister. He's one of my favorite villains. <laughs> uh, we'd love to see him done, but I mean, well, they are doing Apocalypse. That's going to be the next one, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Sinister and Apocalypse finally show up. So you know, Sinister's just going to turn up and just be Apocalypse bitch. <laughs> Well, he was, he was, you know, the beginning of the run, I mean, he was until, you know... It's, 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 it's going to be like Starscream with Megatron. <laughs> you dare to find me? Backhands him. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, God, I remember, like, back in the early days of the internet, like, someone, like, when they were talking about villains, uh, uh, Apocalypse was one of them, and one of the choices was Dwayne The Rock Johnson, someone took, like, a Photoshop picture of <laughs> I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that image. Yeah, I, I about, so yeah. funny, and I'm like, oh, how awesome would it be if, it, if like, it was The Rock? Not, I mean, not Apocalypse, <laughs> just The Rock. You know, that over the top character. Why do you have a mental image of the? Of basically, I just, I just see an Apocalypse just doing the people's elbow. <laughs> My name is Charles Xavier. It doesn't matter what your name is, <laughs> Jabroni. <laughs> How awesome would that be? That'd be. I don't care. Someone need to kickstart this. <laughs> that should be a college humor skit. Yeah, that needs to happen. I mean, if they can get Dwayne to do it, I want to see that done because it'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <that'd> be... Punk. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Marvel. Any other shows coming out, or is that it for them? I don't think that's it. No, I mean, fucking Ultimate Spider-Man got renewed for a third season, so you know, yay! Yeah. <laughs> and they got a little Netflix series coming out as well, like Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage, and I think that's it at the moment for Netflix. But Daredevil, I'm looking forward to. Well, I want to see Daredevil done right because yeah. if you have not read, if you have not read the uh, new Mark Wade run on Daredevil, shame on yeah. you because that's an amazing run, yeah. which I just I just got into. So you know, and then even the new Electra, the book that they just launched, was really good. So I'm looking forward. That's another you know another two titles I have to keep keep up with Marvel. So yeah. you know, <laughs> well, well, it looks like no no Moonlight yet though. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, at least they have Warren Ellis' amazing run still going. <laughs> so, yeah, should we pop over to what's DC doing? <laughs> uh, D- DC's an interesting case, like, because it's like... I applaud them for... with the CW. I applaud them for having, like, one universe, you know, 
type deal. Yeah. What they with the Flash and um, Arrow. <coughs> and I like the fact that um, you know Flash was introduced, you know, in Arrow and got his powers, and now he's get, getting his own show. I like that. I like that it all takes place in one universe. What I am not yeah. a fan of is yeah. Gotham, where oh, why is it on Fox? Like, I'm sorry, I like don't... I. Yeah, I like because like... those who don't because those who don't know, Fox is notorious for having tons of shows with great potential that could have been great, canceled after only one season. What do you mean, Firefly? <laughs> Not even that. Like they had so many shows. Like it became a running joke. Yeah. I mean, hell. Like I remember, like one an opening se- the opening season of Family Guy when they came back, they had that opening joke with Peter going telling the family, like, yeah, we've been canceled. But it's like, and then Lois asks him, "Is there any way we can get on back on the air?" And he lists like maybe twenty different shows that have been canceled. Yeah, <laughs> by the uh... network, and it's just embarrassing. Just embarrassing because, you know, I. This has a lot of potential. This is like. This is like a chance for them to expand on the Nolan universe because it, again, it's a prequel. But you know, again, I. That the cast is great. I heard that it's not. Promising. It has nothing to do with the Nolan films. <laughs> oh, okay. So you know, it's its own thing. So. Yeah. Plus, I mean, I like it. I mean, I like the early days of Gotham. I think that, uh, you know, again, Gotham has, like, a lot of rich history that, you know, gets ignored from time to time. Yeah. I think Because, and uh, again, this is be me going back to being a comic book nerd. Um, have you read No Man's Land? The, the, the oh, oh, God. Um, is that the one with Two-Face, Joker, and Catwoman in it? It was a long arc that I think lasted... It was a very long arc. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it collected in, like, four volumes, but I love that arc because it fo- it did something ballsy. It actually focused on, okay, what would happen if there was this massive catastrophe, in this case, an earthquake, that fucked up everything, and the entire city had to be, like, you know, condemned. And in the opening issue showed, like, what each character, what, which, what each character was up to. And what I love about it is that it introduced my favorite Batgirl into the, uh, into the canon. Well, the old canon, anyway, but Cassandra Cain. She was uh, my favorite Batgirl, and it's such a shame that uh, she's no longer part of the canon. But, uh, you know, I, I love that series because it, it shows that, hey, you know, you can't tell a Batman story without having Batman in it, you know? And... God, the Commissioner Gordon stuff in that, in like the first early issues, was so well done. Where he talks to his to to his guys and said, "I don't, you know, I don't need Batman anymore. He's not coming. Turn that signal off. We got to fend for ourselves." And I like that. It was very well um, from from what I read of it. Because um, I need that's one of the books I need to get around to reading. But I have seen pages of it and stuff like that online and other places. Um, and also even read up about it, because I think No Man Land was referenced in the Arkham games quite heavily, considering that's, um, well, um, Arkham City, I think in some of the notes, some of the files collecting that game, they referenced No Man Land quite heavily in that. Yeah. And it's quite, like you say, it's a very interesting story, a very interesting take on the character, and it explored the history of the characters and Gotham as a city, which I, hasn't been done before. This... 
there was this awesome scene with the penguin, and this is like the only time I can think of like when the penguin was written really lovely, where he he's a big crime lord and he's you know he's got everyone at the tip of his fingers, and and I love this scene where he gives this guy an apple because again food is scarce, and he's like the bit winner, and he wins this apple, and it's like a bidding thing, and he gives him this apple. But before he gives him this, he says, remember, he takes a bite out of it and, said, and says, the penguin always takes the first bite. I love that That's so much because yeah. it just sums up just sums up how much of a, a douche he is. Yeah. <laughs> and this, this, this is the thing I'm quite happy about because um, a few people I know who have talked about this already, um, they, they think to themselves, okay, why the penguin in this age? Well, why does he look like a young adult? Why does um, Riddler look like a young adult? But this is the thing with the Riddler and the penguin. They were quite agey characters. They were quite, well, not, I wouldn't say old, but they were quite in their late 40s when Batman first meet them anyway, you know, so. No, I mean, and, and again, especially with Nygma, like, because he didn't start out as a crazy guy. I mean, Batman drove him to become a crazy guy, you know. Yeah, he was true. just a guy who was obsessed with riddles, you know. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> one person I'm really, really surprise us all in the trailer was Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah. I was really Wonder surprised. They... <laughs> I was not expecting to see her. Wonder how they're going to do that, because, you know, she has I... powers and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if her parents were, like, science, probably um, one of her parents is, parents is a scientist and the other parent is a hippie of some sort. <laughs> That's how how I would do it, but... That's how I can see getting around that. Like, one of her parents and hippie, the other parent is scientist, some sort of thing. I think that's being a nice little connection sort of thing, you know? Explaining how she got into what she becomes later on in the in in the whole Batman history. Miss Watson, everything like that. Um, and also, a lot of people I noticed seem to seem to really, really, really have a go, go at this about it. Say, Bruce, Ring, Bruce Wayne, Kid Wayne, screaming. Some people moan about that. I think to myself, why are you moaning that? He's a, he's a little kid. He just watched his parents get shot. You're telling me if you were a little kid, you see your parents get shot, you <laughs> won't be a little bit screamish? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like human emotions. He has emotions and stuff like that. And also, the best thing is, I love it in the trailer as well, when Gordon, basically a young Gordon, sitting down, talking to Wayne, Bruce Wayne as a kid, when he said, we don't kill. We don't go over that. We we don't step over that edge. And I thought, yeah, I love that because I'm like, holy shit! You just summed up the history of these characters, you know? <laughs> because Batman is always the character that kind of does step over edge, but not too far, you know? I mean, hell, I mean that's that's the Joker's ultimate motivation for years now, which was, you know, I want to make you break that rule. Another reason I love Dark Knight so much, and, you know, again, you know, it goes back to Heath Ledger's amazing performance, is I love how the Joker is a mystery character. You don't know much about him, and he comes out and says, all I want to do is just, you know, I know about your one rule, and tonight you're going to break it. Yeah. Well, the thing, the thing is that, uh, funny you mentioned that joke up, quickly just go off topic. Um, I watched a documentary recently. It was about psycho and psychopaths, and what's the difference between them? And the Joker, the Heath Ledger's Joker, falls under the perfect category of every every explanation of a psychopath. That's why I think that Joker was so well done. And 
I've, I'm curious to see how this show is going to introduce the Joker character. There's been word going around Joker might turn up in this before he becomes the Joker, you know? I would love to see him, like, you know, just just to see him in the background. Yeah. I I want to see, like, I know this is going to sound, like, really corny, but the way I would do it is, like, just have a flashback sequence with, like, everything black and white. But the only color you see is the Joker wearing that giant red hood thing, and that's the only color you yeah. see. Or, I would love to see that. <laughs> or better, yeah. Why don't um, here's a good idea. What about when if I don't know, like Harley Bullock or Jim Gordon when they go to a bar or something like that, and you see like a stand-up comedian, like a failing stand-up comedian in the background or something like that, and it's a well-known gangster bar and everything like that. I think that'd be quite kind of funny little reference to kill Because I reckon the best way you're gonna do it if you're gonna explain to Joker Pass, go by the killing joke standard of of things. I would say that's probably the best sort of way for this sort of show, you can adapt that into the show somehow, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I mean even though I'm not a big fan of that origin, because I think Joker works best if you don't, if you know little about him. Yeah. Or better yet, why don't you have multiple people that turn up in the show that you hint towards? It might be the Joker, but you don't know. Yeah, I think that would be the best, where you have that guy who's like, oh, you think that that's going to be him, but no. No. That's not him. And then another person turned up, does a few things, and you don't know. I mean, it's, it's questionable. Like, he, one person comes in, goes away, other person comes in, and it, it keeps you guessing. I think, to me, like, the best thing about, the best reference they are going to do, and I think probably they're going to do this, is, like, Jim Gordon, like, sitting in, like, a room or something, and then he's, like, uh, maybe it's, like, a bust or something, and they walk in, and then they find, like, a little Joker card. Yeah. The other thing which I thought... Um, was quite good about it as well. The guy they're getting to play, young Gordon, um, James Gordon in this, have you seen that Photoshop of him someone did online and gave a mustache and glasses? No, I haven't. Oh, God. Someone did that, and he looks so much like um, James Oldman, a young James <laughs> Oldman, and I think to myself, how perfect would that be to end off this whole entire show run with him with the mustache and the glasses? Well, I can see that, you know. Yeah. Sort of thing. I think it'd be kind of, kind of. Cool. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed that it's not going to be canned with the Tim with the Christopher Nolan movies because, come on, how cool would it have been to see a Sean Pertwee, Pertwee regenerate into into uh, into Michael Caine? Wow, yeah, <laughs> that'd be weird. But yeah, I, I, so we can officially say that we're both looking forward for Gotham. <laughs> No, I mean, it looks good, but I'm just worried about, you know, the network. It, it, net, networking has always been a questionable thing with Fox, with their logic of shows to stay and shows to go and so forth and so forth, and you know. But I think if it's, um, if the viewing ratings are high enough and the reviews are good enough as well, I think the show will probably stick around for about three to four seasons, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Because yeah. again, Batman is a property that sells, and I can see the show lasting. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just happy to, that you know. Again, cast looks great, the production quality looks great. You know, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. In all honesty, the, the best thing you could do is if they could keep the show around for ten years, like they like did with Smallville. This is what you should do: make the little kid a eleven or tw- eleven or ten year old. So at the end of the 10th season, he finally goes off to train to become Batman in the final season. 
Yeah, I can see that with, you know, yeah. final episode with maybe like have a, an older Jim like meet Bruce Wayne for the first time and say how you doing and whatnot and just have like the just have them talk, you know. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kinda cool. You know, but and, and you know, another interesting one is iZombie because uh, I'm like, wow, that's kind of an interesting. No, that's interesting because I've read that and it it's a pretty mediocre book, but I'm kind of I'm kind of happy for that because it's nice to see like more indie stuff get you know get yeah. recognition. So I'm kind of wondering. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of interested to see where this is going to go. And again. It's gonna be weird because I'm kind of wondering. This show is only gonna work if you're gonna have if you're gonna do what NBC did with Hannibal and say, okay, you can have the gore because you know the character's a zombie and she eats brains. So it's gonna be awkward if you can't show that on like a primetime network. Yeah, well, that's that's almost as bad as um, what what was her? Apparently, they want to do a family friendly version. Well, family friendly air of The Walking Dead, so they. Someone got hired to go through all the episodes and edit them um, to be on post uh, be on before watershed hour. So I'm thinking to myself, "Oh my god, how the hell are you going to do that?" <laughs> god, just the first scene. It's like, oh, it's okay, <laughs> and then it just cuts away before he shoots the little girls. Well, I can, well, I can imagine it's just someone there, just just like um, on, on, on like in front of the editing suite and everything like that. And suddenly they show it to the executive producer open sequence, and then just go to credits. <laughs> that's just dumb. Like, why would you even have that? Like, why Why would you take, like, a show that's obviously aimed at adults and, like, edit it down to, to not offend the old people? I don't know. <laughs> just, it's just, networks. It's networks. It's, 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 just, a, it's ABC. What do you expect? <laughs> just... Um, but Flash looks great as well. Oh you know? yeah, Flash. I kind of I kind of want to see like more of that. If they're gonna do this, they have to bring in the Rogues because Flash is nothing without the Rogues. I love the Rogues to death, and I want to see them done right in live action. Yeah, I love those characters so much, also, so much. Have you seen the banner they uploaded recently? The um, WC of to promote the show. It looks really good. Yeah, I saw that. It looks fantastic. I've. I think it's really good. A few people have seen me moaning about the colour of the costume, and I think to myself, really? You're moaning about the red, the colour of red he's wearing. It was... I think a lot of people were... Because, like, when he appeared on Arrow, they were questioning, were they going to have powers? And then, like, uh, the main actor who played Arrow had like a, had that question, and he said, like, on a Facebook Q&A, that they are an evolving show, and, you know... They are going to introduce powered characters, and th- like I said, that sequence with him getting his powers was just done to perfection. Yeah. Just perfect. Just, you know, again, CW knows what they're doing with this, like, one universe thing, you know, and I hope it keeps going, you know, I hope we see more shows like yeah. these. Well, the thing is that when it first started off, it started off very, very rocky. That's the thing. But I think once they found their footing. They were fine with it, and they were going. They were going with it now, so I'm really happy with it. Um, hopefully, flashes are good. Anything like that. I'd, I'd like to see like um, was it who was it like Captain Cold and something like that, and like Boom yeah, Ray the Ray. rogues. Uh, yeah, 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 the rogues. Uh, Captain Cold, Mirror Master, you know, Weather Wizards, you know. Yeah. 
those are the rogues, and they're fantastic characters, you know. Yeah. So I want to see more. I want to see them done live action, and you can do those, you know, if you're going to introduce powers, you know. So why not? It's what I mean. I don't know the Flash's villains or anything like that. So, <laughs> so just, aren't you lucky that I know my shit? Yeah, and I know I do, my yeah. DC shit. <laughs> well, in a lot of it, I did. I did go to get um, Catwoman and Black Cat mixed up. So you know. <laughs> I want to see them do Grodd though. That's going to be interesting, like a, a monkey, with, yeah, <laughs> monkey with a CGI mouth. <laughs> oh, if they can get the effects guy who did the Planet of the Apes stuff on it, I know that's like a long stretch, but maybe they could pull it off if they can get them in. Uh, again, you know, I know my uh, Flash shit, so that's why I know. For those who don't know, Gorilla Grodd was a, was a intelligent gorilla from a city of gorillas. <laughs> I I just love that so much. Like he's a he's a criminal genius gorilla with the intelligence of Einstein, Newton, and all the other great scientists. Only in comic books, people, do you ever see this happen? <laughs> and he was a main villain on Justice League, so you know yeah, he should yeah. he you know he, again. He was the legion. Of, <laughs> he was the leader of the Legion of Doom. <laughs> um, another DC property, well, kind of DC property, has been made. It's Constantine. Yeah, that looks awesome. That looks. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> that looks good. I. The only thing I know about Constantine is the um, Carnal Reeves version film of it. Yeah, well, that never that never happened. Shut up. <laughs> yes, it did. Okay, to be fair, that was that movie wasn't as bad as people made it out to be. It was okay, but it wasn't Constantine. It was. It was just Keanu Reeves being Keanu Reeves, but. For, for, at the time, I think it was it was interesting because I think it was the only comic comic book movie I could think of outside of Batman that was really dark in tone. Yeah, and it didn't have like a light. Yeah, it didn't have like a, it was just depressing because yeah. everything was depressing. Like it, it just it was interesting. It was an interesting movie that I think that could have been a lot better if they explored more of the heaven and hell thing. But you know, again, it worked. They were working on a budget, but you know, whatever. Yeah, Constantine. Uh, it came out during that period of time when comic book films were just getting back into fashion in the film thing because there was a long, long period of no comic book films because of a certain Batman and Robin, per se. But, you know, it happens. I did like the effects, though. I think that's one of the only movies I can look at and say, like, the CG effects look great in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I love the the bug guy who turned like a, a, you know, all these bugs swarming together to to form this one guy. That looked pretty cool. Yeah. If anything I else? I haven't seen the film since it first came out, so I need to rewatch it again. But also, the, my, one of my favorite scenes of the devil showing up and ripping out Constantine's black lungs from all his smoking. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's all the comic book. Shows are coming out, aren't there? For next this year or next year, or whatever, whenever they're coming out this year or next year. But yeah, there's one last thing we want to talk about, and that is um, Godzilla. Gojira, <laughs> Gojira, <laughs> or Godzilla, whatever. <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla. <laughs> well, it got its early reviews. It came. It was in Leicester Square. I think it was in lot at the time of this recording. And, it was. It had its premiere in Leicester Square, and it got its early reviews. And they have been. Uh, they've been. 
this is the thing. They've been a mix between positive to mix. I haven't seen any negatives. Because here's the thing, like, okay, I know you're going to bitch about wanting more Godzilla in a Godzilla movie, but here's the thing, like, the original Godzilla, like, the 1950s one, you barely saw that monster, to be quite honest. It was more character-driven, the original film. Yeah, I mean, again, like, you know, to me, like I said, I, I said this time and time again, God, the Godzilla franchise is an interesting franchise because it started out as an art film, like this really sur- surreal, not, not an art film, but it started out as a as a serious drama because oh, yeah. the monster was the monster was just a giant metaphor for you know nuclear warfare. Yeah, it was. That's, that's all it was. <laughs> oh yeah, especially uh, when I got my copy of Godzilla on DVD from the BFI, I got the BF, um, BFI edition of it. It comes with a documentary about Japan after the nuclear fallout from, from, from the two atom bombs they got dropped on them. Yeah, I mean, and it was... And you watch that movie, the well, the uh, Japanese version, I have not seen the American version, but you watch the Japanese version, it's depressing. Like, oh, yeah. it, is not, it is not something that you would want to watch and say, oh, you know, Godzilla, this is going to be fun. No, it's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> like, no hope, giant monster that you don't know how to kill. You know, just tons of people dying. Just it's it's depressing because it just it's a giant metaphor for you know what what happened to Hiroshima after the bomb dropped. Yeah, and also I think this is well one of the reviews I've seen as well. They seem to capture that image quite reasonably well in the new Godzilla film, from from what I read. But I'm just kind of worried about it because you know. Too much focus on Brian Cranston, I think, from the previews. Because I'm thinking to myself, there are other actors in this that you could just focus on. Because I know Brian Cranston is the only big name in this. Yeah, well, and that's cool and all, but come on. You know? Well, you got to remember, he's just coming off the break, the whole Breaking Bad hype. So, you know, uh, uh, they're going to try to push him the most. He's he's probably the reckon, most recognizable actor in it. It's like the, it's like the girl playing as the female nurse in it um i didn't know that was the um olsen twin girl from um who's gonna play scarlet witch until i actually looked it up to be honest no you mean the only good olsen twin that can actually fucking act <laughs> yeah exactly that would mean i said the olsen <laughs> yeah. uh, the forgotten one the one with the actual talent <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean it's it's interesting, but again, like if you're gonna bitch about the monster not showing up, remember, like, because the original Godzilla, people forget that the original Godzilla wasn't like schlock, like the the other sequels were, you know. That's that, that's what kind of bugged me about the the franchise. Like it started out as like a really serious movie, and then it just evolved into schlock, and it just became the stupidest shit ever. Like, literally, it became the dumbest shit you could imagine put to film. What, you mean Godzilla flying off um, with, with, with his own breath? <laughs> or better yet, Godzilla vs. Destroyer. That, that, that movie was awful. <laughs> oh, you mean Jet Jaguar? <laughs> Jet Jaguar. As much as I love Guy Gan, he's a weird fucking character. <laughs> yeah, but... I think overall, I'm still looking forward for Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, of course I'm going to see it, because again, it's a Godzilla I, movie. Yeah, I, mean, I like, think it's going to be at top of the box office, if people like like it. 
Because what? Well, what's it? What's it going up against? Nothing it's, really. No, the only competitor is Spider Man. I think it's going to knock that off, and then for the next three weeks until X Men Day of Future Past comes out, I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be the top of the uh, box office thing for the next three weeks. I can see that, but you know, again, I'm kind of. It's got no competition. Yeah, that, 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 that's what I just said. Like, you know, it's like, what what's it going up against? Of course it's going to be, like, number one. Like, because this summer is, like, not not a lot of shit's coming out, really. Like, I can't really think of, like, big budget blockbusters because everyone's, like, releasing their shit early now just to get ahead of the competition. I'm kind of wondering, like, what's going to be left of June and whatnot. June, July, August, you know, because that's, that's when usually the big movies come out. But, you yeah. know, everyone's doing it early now, so I don't well, know. Like, what's, only... what's going to the only big film I know coming out in July is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Good luck with that, Fox. <laughs> hey, it's a sequel to a movie that did not need a sequel. Thanks, Fox. Even though that Rise of the Planet of the Apes... If you haven't seen that, good film. I liked it, but again, it did not need a sequel. No, it <laughs> it really didn't. Oh, uh, explain the origin... Best as it did, it didn't need to be explained even further. No, I mean it's just I'm tired of Hollywood just saying, "Oh, you know, movies don't mean shit if they're not trilogies." Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, and they're probably going to be pushing for you know another Godzilla because you know it's Godzilla. You know, of course they're going to like kickstart the franchise again because you know if it does that, chill well. sells. <laughs> I've been I've been telling I've heard that the merchandising for this film it, people just been buying it like crazy. Well, of course it's Godzilla. It's a it's a it's the first Godzilla film property nearly in ten years since two thousand four Godzilla Final Wars. <laughs> yeah, so this is good. This celebrating sixty years of Godzilla. Yeah. So you know again. <laughs> It sells. It's a it's a well known pop culture icon. You know, it, you know. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't really need to be explained, really. Yeah. Giant <laughs> green lizard that have fiery breath. Because 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 here's the thing. I'm not. I'm no Godzilla expert. I mean, I do talk with Michael about it because he's a huge Godzilla guy, and we talk about it back and forth about the movies and whatnot. But I'm no expert. I don't know like all the all my Godzilla monsters and whatnot, but I like it. I mean, it's it's dumb, but I like it, you know, and I can appreciate the old, the first movie for being a well-made drama that yeah. you don't see a lot of these days. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's pretty much it. We talked about everything we need to, right? Well, one thing, apparently, Disney was like, hey, you know, you know all that expanded universe shit you guys love from the old Star Wars? <laughs> no longer canon. <laughs> I really don't care. I really didn't read any of it. The only thing I know about the expanded universe, there was a badass Jedi Knight called Kyle, what's his name, and that's it. The rest of it, I don't give a single fuck about. Oh, you didn't, you didn't like the story of, uh, what was it, Knights of the Old Republic? Oh, you liked the story when it brought back the Emperor from cloning? <laughs> or, 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 but yet when um, Chewie got got crushed by a moon, <laughs> or um, there, there's something more dangerous than the Death Star ray that destroyed universes. It can create black holes, sucking the whole entire universe. 
Okay, I'll get, you know... It... Uh, keep in mind, this is stuff I've read. I haven't read any of it, but it, from what I... No, I mean, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just, like, upset, because, like, again, Knights of the Old Republic, while the story was stupid, I did like that game a lot, and I'm just sad that, you know, what's his name, that droid is no longer canon, because he was awesome. I know, there's only one character, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I did. What I didn't like about that, though, was they implied that the Sith was a race, and I'm like, no, just no. <laughs> That's dumb. I saw more of us as a cult. Yeah, it's like they're be. a race. No, fuck no, race. <laughs> I always saw Sith and Jedi as a as a religion. Yeah, you know, I mean, even he's, in the first movie, Grand Moff Tarkin tells Vader, like, you know, the Jedi are dead. You're the only one that remains of the religion. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, again, it just, it's just weird, like, because it's the only time I can think of where someone has come out and said, oh, yeah, all that stuff that we've been doing over the years is no longer canon. Like, that's kind of weird to me. It was going to happen sooner or later, because seriously, how the fuck you explain, explain the expanded universe in a, in a continuation storyline, and then for a bunch of people to go in there and know nothing about the expanded universe, just know what they know from the films, and just go in and be like, okay, why why there's no <laughs> Chewie? They say, oh, yeah, you, you forgot? Chewie got crushed by a moon. Wait, what? <laughs> It's like, okay, well, 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 let's go to Naboo. Oh, we can't go to Naboo. Why? It got sucked up by that planet, dis- that galaxy destroyer. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, hopefully, like... I, I guess it's like what people feel like with the Avengers when they go in and they haven't seen the other movies and they miss half the jokes. And it's like, well, why, no, are they, why are these guys in Avengers the team? Avengers was but, done on a level, I feel, that I, I went with a group of people who saw none, and I mean none of the Avengers films, uh, none of the Marvel films, and they got it. With Star Wars, no. you've got about, about 30 to 40 years to fucking cover. <laughs> you've got three to four uh. decades of history to fucking cover and also, also how, how the fuck do you explain explain Leia and Han Solo's kids well they're no longer canon so who cares no I know <laughs> but I'm just saying if, it, if they decide to keep it canon how the fuck do you explain that well okay uh, I do like the fact that <laughs> I, okay I, I'll, I'll well, the code I, do like, I do I do like the fact that what was it that Starkiller what was it? Fucking Force Unleashed is no longer canon because that that shit was awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yeah, there was this powerful Jedi that could fight all these guys and kill everyone. It <laughs> could do all the shit Luke couldn't do. Yeah, <laughs> he totally existed. <laughs> how, how how bad would it be if if they just came out and just say everything off the expanding universe after the original film trilogy just didn't exist, but <laughs> anything before that is. <laughs> How pissed would you be? Oh God! Your 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 favorite robot was was born that Cactuary is still being around. I do like the Knights of the Old Republic. You know, can the mythology of it because it tried to explain shit, and I give him credit for that. But at the same time, it's like. Yeah, it just goes back to, to fucking two sides not liking each other, so, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I think, yeah, I really have nothing to say about it. <laughs> uh, 
just <sighs> also like Star. Have you seen the what was it? The trailer for Star Wars Rebels, the new show that they're doing for Disney. Because that looks fucking terrible. Like, it's it's what I feared the Clone Wars cartoon would be. Where it's, like, dumb... Where it's just dumbed down, like, for kids. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Disney. <laughs> it's just, like... It just makes me go, wow. Another reason to, to why the fucking Empire is shit. Because they're getting their asses handed to them by a bunch of 14-year-olds now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't shoot worth shit. Can't do anything right. Have, always have to have Vader fucking carry your asses. Just, why are you... How did you guys rule the galaxy? Just how? <laughs> Your aim, you can't even own any, uh, rule anything, much less like a fucking burger joint. Even at that. Ugh. Uh, but, uh, again, you know, I, I'm i upset that, you know, the Expanded Universe is gone, because there are some things I liked about it, but at the same time, I can understand why it, you know, it had to, it had to, it had to go, because, again... New movie, he got introduced to stuff for new people, and, you know, they're bringing back the original cast and whatnot, and I'm fine with that, so we'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> and that's, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, me. that's pretty much it, because there's nothing else I want, really want to talk about <laughs> that's uh, that's been going on. So, yeah. Um, trying to think of anything on top of head of my head I want to talk about. Mm. Not really. <laughs> so, again, this was Hello uh, Governor the podcast. I was Abdullah, and with me as always, Tom. Bye. And hey, you know, again, <laughs> longer episode than last time. So, yeah. bye bye. Bye bye.